powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 18 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today, I'm talking about mistakes. We all make them, and especially when it comes to our content, and sometimes I still make them. But at least I know what I can do about it when I find myself falling back into those mistake traps. So don't worry if you find yourself doing these things, because I'm also going to give you a few ideas on how to turn it around so you can start creating powerful content again as well. Remember, please, 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 please don't dwell on the negatives. I'm all about action taking. So if you recognize yourself doing any of these, I want you to become an action taker instead. Implement some of the ideas I'm going to give you and let's flip that negative into a positive instead. So here we go. Mistake number one, knowing but not knowing your ideal client. I know this sounds a little bit strange, but yes, it's got to be number one. Most marketers and content marketers talk about ideal clients a lot, and there's a good reason for it. It's really important. When we're not clear on who it is that we're here to serve, it can have a snowballing negative impact on your business and your content creation as well. It means we can't speak directly to the person that we want to serve. It means our message becomes a little bit wishy-washy. We lose our confidence. We don't show up because we have no confidence. And because we don't show up, we don't make the sales because our ideal client doesn't know anything about us. However, I'm not going to give you a lecture today. I'm not going to tell you that you don't know her and I'm not going to make you feel bad about it because I think that enough people out there do that for you. I think that you do know who your ideal client is and you don't give yourself enough credit for it. But I'm saying that it's likely that you don't know, know her. (laughs) Let me explain. So how many ideal client avatar workbooks do you think that you've completed over the course of being in business? I'm guessing that it's probably more than one. I'm guessing that you've been thinking about your ideal client a lot. You question yourself about your ideal client and you feel like you don't know her well enough. I think that you do, but how comfortable do you feel with her? I think that's the issue. Do you know what she's thinking, feeling and doing at each stage of the client journey? I have absolutely no doubt that you could right now give me a really great description of the person that you are here to serve, but I don't necessarily think that you know her, know her. If you don't, don't despair. I don't want you to throw your hands up in the air and walk away from everything. I think that enough people make us feel bad about not knowing our ideal client well enough. Just release the pressure just for a moment. Stay open, stay curious. Listen, tune in, 
read between the lines, and most importantly, quit looking at her as a number, as a transaction in your business, and rather someone you'd love to hang out with. And on this note, if you'd like to do an ideal client avatar workbook that will really make a difference on how you feel about your ideal client, then go and check out my unboring ideal client avatar workbook. The link is in the show notes. It's going to change the way that you look at your ideal client. I absolutely promise. Okay, this leads us to mistake number two that I see, and that's focusing on transactions and not relationships. Oh my goodness, this one's a goodie. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to episode three, Why Sales Funnels Suck. It's my most downloaded episode for a reason. We know that traditionally sales funnels are based on numbers and we get them by standing on that stage, yelling into a megaphone for people to come and get this shiny object that we have for them. Once they get that free thing, we shove them and we shove them as hard as we can and as quickly as possible to try and convince them to buy our thing. Oh my goodness, just talking about it makes me feel gross. When we shift our perspective from transactional to relationship-based content marketing, we become conscious of the human at the end of every single piece of content we create. We experience such personal and business growth because we're connected. We understand how we serve our ideal client and how this actually fits into our own big vision. And amazingly, that lifts a weight from your shoulders and your content becomes far more powerful. I love watching people's reactions when this sinks in. That thought about moving away from the numbers and the transactions to something that's built on genuine, authentic relationships. It's absolutely priceless. Maybe you could do one of those YouTube reaction videos <laughs> to hearing this for the first time and send it to me. Seeing that I can't see your face right now, that would be rather funny. But anyway, how do we actually look at fixing this? How do we move away from focusing on transactions to relationships? Well, the first is guess what? It's focus on your ideal client, which is why it was number one on my list. Remember to feel good about hanging out with her, about being with her, about connecting with her and about serving her too. Give yourself permission to loosen your grip on the numbers and enjoy interacting and serving those people who light you up. Now, don't get me wrong here. It is really, really important to make sure that you are tracking your analytics. But let's just flip that for one second and really feel into why we started our business and why we love creating content and why we love who our ideal client is. Okay. So mistake number three is doing hashtag all the things. Oh my goodness. This is one of the reasons I see so many business owners experience overwhelm, especially when it comes to content creation. They're either doing hashtag all the things or they think they should be doing hashtag all the things. Either way, it just puts a bucket load of pressure on yourself and you end up doing nothing really well at all. So huge content fail in my books. There's so many different platforms and so many places to share content these days. It's about just picking one or two of them, mastering them, refining your processes around them, and then adding more as your capacity increases. Just remember that Rome wasn't built in a day and your content ecosystem seriously can't be built in a day either. It will take time. So how do we fix this? How do we stop ourselves from doing all the things? Well, firstly, you really need to acknowledge 
that you have a finite amount of time, energy and resources available to yourself. I always say that the 20-year-old me is very different to the 47-year-old me of today. My goodness me. Back when I was 20, I had plenty more time on my hands. I had a lot more energy. And yes, I had more resources available to myself as well. These days, with two teens and a crazy dingo dog, things look a little bit different. But I've acknowledged and accepted this. And once you've acknowledged and accepted this as well, you can be realistic about what you can achieve consistently. I don't care if it's only once a month that you write a blog or once a month that you email your list. Just do it. (laughs) Seriously, just do it. Start small and build up your content muscles. It's kind of like me and the thought about deadlifting. I love to deadlift, but I didn't go from lifting zero kilos to 80 kilos overnight. It takes practice, it takes consistency, it takes building up your strength, it takes working with your strengths and then doing all the other little things that go around it. So things like eating well and doing other strengthening exercises and fitness for other parts of your body, that's going to give you the outcome you need. And the same actually applies to your content creation. Start small, Work with your strengths, do what you love to do, and then do all the little things around it that help support that consistency. Okay, so let's move on to mistake number four, and that is not embracing your content superpower. Now, I've done a whole podcast on exactly this topic, so if you've missed this one, go back to episode four, using your content superpower, as it dives into the four different types of content superpowers, which I'm not gonna go into today. And although you may feel as though you don't actually have a content superpower, I can guarantee every single one of us has one. They absolutely do. And if you want to find out what yours is, go and check out my Unlock Your Content Superpower quiz that's in the show notes. It's a fun little quiz and it's going to take you about four minutes to complete and you will know what your content superpower is and how to work with your strengths and how to avoid your kryptonite as well. So with the content superpowers, you may actually have a piece of them all, but there will be one that stands out for you. And once we can actually identify which superpower we have, then we can understand how we can use it to our advantage when we're creating content. It's going to make it feel so much easier. And we all want that, right? Easy content creation. I know I do. I'm also sharing this with you today, this particular mistake to help you release that pressure that you may be feeling of perfection. So often we're told that we need our content to look a certain way, or we've somehow formulated this idea that it has to be a certain way. I want you to get rid of that pressure. I want you to get rid of it right now so that you can start creating aligned content in a way that not only meets your ideal client exactly where they are now, but feels good for you. For me, content is all about the feeling. I want you to enjoy creating it. And knowing your superpower is just one way that you can lean into releasing your perceived perfection and giving yourself the permission to create content in a way that feels good. So go and check out that quiz. I'd love to know what your superpower is and really lean into those strengths and become more aware of the things that may distract you from using that superpower. So knowing our superpower really gives us that permission to be who we are. And when we step into who we really are, our values, our beliefs and our uniqueness, then everything, not just content strategy and creation, becomes so much easier. 
And so this leads me to mistake number five, which is not bringing enough of you to your content or also known as being vanilla when your peeps want a banana sundae with the works. (laughs) When you hide behind words that don't mean anything to you, your audience picks up on it. They feel like something is missing and they can't really connect with you wholeheartedly. They feel like a piece is missing. It's your uniqueness that actually attracts people to you. And if you have the opposite effect on people, that's great too. You know that you don't have to waste your time and energy trying to convince them to work with you. And you really only want people who are aligned with you and what you stand for to come on the journey with you anyway. So the problem is when you're vanilla, you don't stand out from the crowd. You don't have a magnetic message that draws in your ideal client. People are really confused why they should work with you. And this inadvertently repels your ideal clients and you have to work harder to make sales. And I don't want this for you. So a really quick fix for this is to go back to your values and beliefs. I want you to think about, are they actually aligned with who you are and what you stand for? Most importantly, are you bringing these to your content And are you giving people the opportunity to get to know you as a person? So when we're doing these things, when we're bringing our values, when we're bringing our beliefs, when we're giving people a little window into what we are like and our lives are like, then that's going to be when our uniqueness shines through. And that's going to be what is attractive to your ideal client. This is one reason why I really encourage my members inside of the content effect to really lean into their values and beliefs and start bringing it to their content. Because when I've seen my members and my clients do this, amazing things happen. They feel so alive. They feel so aligned. And when you feel like that, then it just absolutely comes through in the energy with your content. So I really encourage you to go back and look at your values and beliefs And not just write them down, but really think about what they are and what they mean to you and then bring it to your content. Okay, so let's recap. The five biggest mistakes I see with content creation are one is knowing but not knowing your ideal client. The second is focusing on the transactions, not the relationships. Number three is doing hashtag all the things. Number four was not embracing your content superpower. And number five was not bringing enough of you to your content. So like I said at the top of the episode, I fall into all of these mistakes myself. But when I do, at least I know exactly what I need to do to turn it around. When you use some of these quick fixes that I've mentioned in today's episode, you can finally, finally ditch your content chaos. So you feel so much more inspired and motivated to create that standout content that your ideal client loves. I'd love to know which of these five mistakes most resonated with you. Perhaps you find yourself constantly falling back into one of these particular traps I've mentioned. Pop on over to Instagram and send me a DM. Let me know that you've listened to this episode and what you'll be doing, because I love the action takers, to fix it and bring more powerful content to your business. And if you want to make sure that you have the support and accountability to implement these foundations and systems to make content creation easy, then make sure you join the waitlist for the content effect. 
Don't tell anyone, but doors are opening to the membership in under two weeks. That's the end of July 2022. So grab yourself some extra bonuses by being on the waitlist. The link's in the show notes if you want to pop over there now. Even if you're listening to this episode after July 2022, you can always use the link to see if doors are open. Inside of the content effect, we look at all of these mistakes and we talk about our mistakes and our challenges as well at each of the monthly group calls. So make sure that you join the waitlist now because I would love to see you on the inside. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.